0: Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. love to give you an invitation to my newest program the InPath, an empath course towards turning inward my online coaching program is designed to help you heal your wounds deepen your intuition overcome your fears understand your sensitivities and connect you to the universe it starts september 6th sundays at 10 a.m cst it's a three-month program three weeks each month with three one-on-one private energy coaching sessions via zoom a Facebook community group will be where we have our weekly resources and practices to implement and deepen your learning. For more info, go to thelovelyaliyah.com course. And don't forget to sign up to be a Patreon to get exclusive access to my solo episodes every Thursday and behind the scenes goodies and extras to come. Go to patreon.com slash to sign up. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely. And today, today is my birthday. Yeah, (laughs) the big old three six. And I'll tell you something, this birthday hits a little differently because now I'm past my mid 30 range. Technically, it's still the mid 30s as a whole, but I've passed the mid year of that. And, uh, this morning I was just kind of thinking a lot about growth and thinking about how far I've come and being able to reflect on that. And what came to me this morning first was my 30th birthday and, and how that was such a huge milestone of coming into a new era, if you will, new decade and I remember thinking, I knew what my I wanted my life to look like then. I just, I had a plan. I was married at the time. And we had all these dreams and expectations. And how very quickly, so much of that has changed. My life is almost completely opposite of what I thought it would be at this stage in my life, I thought I would still be married. (laughs) I thought at this point I would have had a couple of kids and I would be thriving in my business of photography. And hilariously enough, like I am not married. I do not have children and my business for photography is doing fine, but I'm now this podcast host and spiritual teacher and Um, it's just so weird to look back and think about the things I thought I wanted. Like, have you ever done that? Have you ever looked back and been like, whew, I'm glad I didn't get what I wanted. And so it's been interesting to kind of feel into those feelings of like what I thought my life would have looked like and how gracious the universe has been in making sure that I didn't get what I wanted. (laughs) And, um, I talk a lot about surrender on here and that's because just because it's something I'm trying to learn how to master, but more than anything, like right now there's no resistance. I don't feel any resistance. I don't feel any expectations. I don't have massive attachments to outcomes anymore. And I find that my life because of that suffers so much less. I have so much less disappointment and, this resistance and kind of that feeling of walking uphill, I just kind of sit in position and say, "Okay, universe, you drive what's up? What do you want <laughs> what What do you see from my life?" And there has been this beautiful bloom that's been happening now, I'm not gonna reveal it on this episode because I have an episode dropping tomorrow that you'll find out more about that, but there are some wonderful things. That, is, that have been happening in my life that I I couldn't have planned for. I couldn't have said by this age, da-da-da-da-da, you know? Um, I want you guys to think about the areas in your life where you focus on outcome and where you look to one-up yourself and where you say this year should be better than last year. And this decade is going to be better than last decade and this job is going to be better than my last job and this partner is going to be better than my last partner and how how we do that how we structure this i guess idea that things always have to get better and what that does to our expectation of growth because I guess like for myself, I can only speak for myself, but when I put towards an expectation and say, something's going to be this nine times out of 10, it's not that (laughs) nine times out of 10, it's not what I set out to do. And by happy accident, I end up getting something completely different that ended up being better in some kind of way. And so like In that process of finding those expectations that we set that didn't actually turn out the way that we did, we say it didn't get better. I thought this year was going to be better, you know? And while we're in it, it feels like it's not. But I can look back today as a 36 year old and can look at the years 31, 32, 33 where I was going through so much shit, guys, like the worst of it, to the point where I, I got into a space where I thought it might be better if I'm not here. And I'm not someone who struggles with a lot of depression and, uh, or, and, or anything suicidal. And I feel thankful that my, at least chemical makeup doesn't go there often. But during those years, I really felt that And I thought it doesn't get better. It's not going to get better. And setting that type of expectation while you're in it, it's very difficult to see what progress can be made while you're, while you're struggling through it, while those catalysts are coming, why that contrast is there. And I wish I could have come from the future and told my 31 through 33 year old self, like, Hey, it does get better. There's so much growth coming out of this situation that you experienced out of all this pain that you had, the type of person you became because of it, the beauty that bloomed out of that when you healed and you became the Phoenix that rose above the ashes. It's, I, I can't put it into words and it was almost making me emotional because there was so much in my life at that time that I defined by my age. This shouldn't be happening because I'm this year's old now. I should be past this point because I'm this year's old now. Do you do that? You set this expectation on yourself. I'm supposed to be a millionaire by the time I'm 40. I'm supposed to be the youngest CEO by the time I'm 30. I'm supposed to be married by the time I'm 33. I want to have children before I'm 35. What, what expectation are you putting yourself onto based on your age? It's just 365 days a year. And we put these like massive expectations onto a year. What does it mean? It it doesn't mean anything. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything. I know for women, at least like we have our, our bodies, functions, biology or whatever is adjusted according to an age, but ultimately, ultimately it really doesn't matter. And I find that I talk to people often that are, are suffering because they feel like they're worthless if they don't reach a certain point by a certain age. But you know what? Let's normalize people finding new career in their fifties. Let's normalize people in their forties deciding they want to start a family. Let's normalize still not knowing what you want to do in your thirties. These expectations that we put on ourselves make us feel like our life is over if we don't meet that deadline. And those deadlines are arbitrary, aren't they? Like, who Who are we trying to prove anything to? Is this so we can tell other people? Likely not. Like, if you really think about it, is it so you can tell other people that you caught up to society? Are your friends going to judge you? Oh my God, can you believe it? She's 35 and she's not married. I don't know. If those are your friends, you need to get new friends. But to measure yourself against the standard of something so arbitrary as age... It, it makes you feel like your life is over in some ways that you didn't achieve what you were supposed to by a certain time. And thus, then the thing that you want is, is inaccessible that it's too late that, you know, there's, there's nothing to look forward to anymore because you didn't meet the deadline. You know, I just personally think, fuck the deadline. There are so many other experiences that are to be had and age doesn't determine a lot of them. Some of them it might, but even then, you know, if we're going to talk about kids, my parents have adopted at 60, 60, they're 60. (laughs) We we thought this is kind of crazy. Y'all are kind of old and they're not. They, the children have kept them young. They have four children under the age of eight. The youngest being one and a half. So I'm kind of glad society didn't tell my parents that it was too late for them to make a home for these beautiful children who needed a place, needed a loving home to be, and that they would thrive. So I guess I'm just saying is like, take yourself out of the looking glass, take yourself out of what pressures you feel you need to achieve by a certain age, because what comes out of whenever you get reach that point, essentially, is there, there's a new reset. So I passed 35 and I said, okay, I didn't meet this societal deadline. I'm going to let everything go. What does it look like to let everything go? What does it look like to not abide by those restrictions and stipulations and actually get to see the beauty and benefit of the growth that I've experienced nonetheless? Because ultimately, as I've come to believe, is that the whole reason we're here on this earth is to expand our souls. And as far as I know, our souls are ageless. So whatever I was supposed to do while I was here is exactly what I was supposed to do. And the ideal of, you know, like, okay, we're getting older. Especially for women. We we get the the blues about it, like we got another wrinkle, our metabolism's not working as well, are we losing hair? Um, you know, there are all these kind of fears around getting older. And it it I guess today I feel excited. I feel like ultimately the day that you were born, you're dying. Or one day closer to your death. I know that sounds morbid, but it's the truth. And today I'm excited because I'm like, I'm 36. This is the steps towards wisdom. Every day that I live on this earth, I gain more understanding. And every time I don't meet an expectation or every time I have a catalyst or contrast that comes in and affects my life in a, in a way that I would consider poorly, I gain wisdom. Every time I try something and I fail, I gain wisdom. And I've always been proponent of saying that failure is just free school. It's just free school. Like, you're getting to learn from the school of life what works and what doesn't. And when you're going through those hardships and you are kind of getting a chance to observe yourself in those hardships, you get to see how you've grown. How did you handle that three years ago, before, now? Like, I look at myself today as I reflect with you guys. And I think, wow, shit, like there has been, even in the last year, so much that has happened that has really changed my perspective and view on my own life, on the universe. I've, I've opened myself up to be someone who is excited for change, excited for, you know, to be corrected in my way of thinking to gain new perspective, to expand my perspective, to learn more. It's, it's such a beautiful journey, right? And when I think about age, I think a lot of us associate a destination. And I just invite you to let that idea go, to let the idea go that in a particular age is a definition and or defining For your worth and purpose in this world, about what it is that you can do or what you should do. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't have goals. Goals are great. And goals are a way for us to be able to shoot for something, to head towards something. But when we get attached to that outcome, especially something like age, is an arbitrary timeline that doesn't actually exist. Time doesn't exist, it's just a construct. For us, right? It is said in the spiritualist communities that time, it, it's time space here on earth, and in space, it's space time. And in our construct of time, it's only so in that linearity, if that's a word, that we're able to look back and see how we've grown. We're able to visually look at things in a line and say, okay, from the age of three to the age of 30, I've, I've learned how to talk properly. I went to school, I did this, I did that. So we can have a chance to look back and observe our growth, but it's just a construct. And so to measure your self worth against a construct that doesn't exist, well, it's arbitrary at the least i'm I'm sitting here like, Wow, okay, I still feel twenty four except that I'm much, much wiser than I was when I was twenty four. I was an idiot who thought I knew everything when I was twenty four and now i'm I'm gonna call myself wise today because it's my birthday. <laughs> uh, I'm someone who's wise who says they know nothing. Everything that I share with you guys on here is just things that are rolling around in my own head, and I don't claim to be any kind of guru or anything, but it It is the wisdom that comes from my own catalyst of all of the shit that I've gone through. You've gone through shit, right? You have those experiences that, that you either let define you or let you grow. It is important that you see the distinction between the two, because a lot of us, we get to a space where we feel like this experience has defined our life, good or bad. And Either way, when we get attached to that identity around what that means, we often can stifle our own growth towards expansion because we've let that be our identity. And so I do feel like there is such a potency in being able to release those identifications, release those expectations, release those outcomes and release those deadlines For myself, I have deadlines that I say, okay, next year I want to do this by this time, blah, blah, blah. But it's just, it's in pencil. It's absolutely in pencil. I don't make that a permanent thing. I used to do that. And that caused me such immense amount of suffering. And uh, it used to really tackle my self-worth. Does that happen to you? Like when you don't meet a goal by a certain time, or you didn't get a certain number of followers, you didn't get a job raise or you know, all these measurements, do you allow it to dictate how you feel about yourself as an entity? That's when we identify with our failures instead of growing from them. I have a couple of people that I know in my life who, um, they don't celebrate their birthdays because they feel ashamed that they're not where they want to be at by this point in their age. And while that, that is their choice, it makes me sad because ultimately, like I, I got to live another year. I got to experience another year of growth, change, expansion. I got a chance to meet new people, affect change find new experiences, gain more wisdom for my soul. And I'm appreciative of that. I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm breathing. Thank you for my breath. Thank you that my heart beats on its own without me having to do anything with it. Thank you that up to this point, I've had no serious surgeries or ailments in my health. Thank you that I've been able to have experiences That have allowed me to have such a beautiful view of what this world is. Thank you that I haven't had immense amounts of suffering. And this doesn't mean that my life hasn't been hard in ways. This doesn't mean that I was given everything. That's for damn sure. I wasn't given anything. But this just means that like, man, I'm super thankful. I'm thankful to be talking to you today. I'm so thankful that I have a voice that I have ears to hear eyes to see. Like I'm in the space of gratitude of thinking, wow, like I get another year to grow. And even if I drop dead tomorrow, which let's let's go ahead and knock on wood (laughs) that I don't, that I will have gotten to my experience, this life to its fullest that at least in the last few years, I've really made an effort to get as much as I can out of every year that I hold no regrets that I did those things that I was scared to do, not by a certain time, but because I wanted to just for me, not to achieve something, not to check off a box Not to run across the deadline. I did them for me, because that was a part of the experience that I wanted. And like you should be doing that too. And sorry, I don't mean should, but living every year to its fullest in whatever capacity that looks like. For those of us like this year, I was complaining and I was feeling very spoiled because normally I travel on my birthday. So wanted to travel somewhere, I wanted to go somewhere. And I couldn't. So I was like, oh, well, I guess I won't do much for my birthday. And feeling a little butthurt about it. It's funny, though, because I've set an expectation for myself that this is the type of life that I live. You know, whether I'm doing well financially or not, like I've made space and time to do something that was really important to me, something that feels good to my life, that something that felt good to my growth, to my experience, so that if, when, I die. I'll have no regrets. I don't, I won't, I don't want to live with regrets, including me beating myself up over not meeting a timeline. Sorry, if this feels repetitive, I just feel like that is, it's so important for me to say to myself today, that all out of all of these expectations, I've really blown past the age where people say I need to do something by something by, and I'm happy to have that freedom now. I'm past 35. I'm past where everybody says, okay, you got to go graduate by college. By this time, you got to have a baby by this time. You got to be married by this time. You should have your thriving career by this time. I've completely switched careers. I don't have any of those things done. And I feel good about it. I felt good that I don't have to live in the box anymore. And I want to invite you, if you're even before this age, to release yourself from that box now. You don't have to live in the box because ultimately this is all for growth anyway. Like if you're 20 something and you're already to this point where you're starting to do this awakening and looking at your self-actualization and you are trying to discover your soul and your purpose, and your real identity, then kudos to you that you got out early. And if you're past that point and you're listening, and you find that you're still abiding by the box, then I just want to invite you to say, fuck the box again, (laughs) because it is such a wonderful feeling to say, I don't need it anymore. I don't need that as a measurement of my worth. I don't need that as a measurement of my, my value of what I'm, I'm doing on this planet. Like it it is amazing to be able to reflect back and look at what you've done so far, but you're not done. You're not finished. Like a certain age doesn't determine that. So, so what am I afraid of? Why are we scared of getting older? Is it the fear of the unknown? Is it the fear of losing our youth? To be honest, like, I would much rather be this age than be 30, to be 25, where I didn't know shit, and I'm still hung up about stuff that really didn't matter. It is freedom to get older. At least that's how I feel. It is freedom to, to build your library of experiences and be able to reflect back and say, wow, look how far I've come. It is an achievement that you don't have to strain for. It just happens naturally. As you continue to live every year on this earth, every month, every week, every day, you gain new experiences, new growth, new perception. And I have some new things coming up in my life that I'm like super excited about. And it's, it's kind of fun to review and see I go through, I write a lot in my journals and I go through and I look and read about where my head was at at that time. And that's why I think journaling is super important. Um, for those of you, if you don't journal and it's not your thing, no problem, but it's giving me a record to look back on my life and say, wow, like that's what I was thinking at that time. And it's, it's funny. Um, I looked at a journal from 2016 and I was like, holy shit, what? Who is that? I don't even recognize that person anymore. I don't recognize the way she thinks. I don't recognize the things that she thinks are important. Like, I've remanifested into a completely new person. And while I'm thankful for that girl, who she was then and who she had to be in order to survive whatever she was going through, man, I'm so. I'm so glad to be older now. I'm grateful to have had those experiences that have reshaped my worldview. And there's kind of this saying, since we're talking about time, there's this saying that everything gets better with time. And I don't actually believe that. Everything gets better with perception and practice. Over time, we have the opportunity over and over to reshape how we look at things to reshape how we practice them. And it gives us an opportunity to be able to review. How will we view our life? How will we perceive the time that we spent on this earth? How will we judge it? Will we judge it according to what society says we should have done by a certain time? Will we judge our experiences that were painful As unfair and unjust, and make them a part of our identity? Or will we use time to review and shift our perception of what that meant to us and how our soul gained wisdom and growth through that process? That our failures were free school, that we learn how to practice the art of letting go and surrendering and opening ourselves and redefining ourselves or leaving ourselves open for definition instead of defining it by our culture or our friend group or our age so i just want to give you that freedom today as well to not 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 be so hard on yourself to bless yourself for every day you get to live on this earth because I do believe personally that, you know, you wanted to come here. We all wanted to come here during this time because it would be the highest time of catalyzation. So even though things are hard right now, you know, I wasn't expecting to spend my birthday in a semi-quarantine. There, Where can we go? We can't really go anywhere. Um, I was not expecting that. However, like I'm getting to have a new experience. A new experience, something different, because ultimately you never know what's gonna make you happy. You only just recreate a version of what you've experienced in the past as thinking something that would make you happy, and or an expectation that someone else put on you as a version that says this is what will make you happy. But ultimately, you can't really know what's at the highest because you've never experienced it before. So I'm gonna open myself up for this year, 36 to be. Higher than I can ever imagine to release any expectations of what I think it's going to be and allow it to be what it is. A lot of us did that. You know, we kind of do that on New Year's where we're like, okay, this is going to be my year. Well, you know what? Every year is your year. Every year is your year. Like we somehow get into this mode of New Year's or birthdays or whatever where we define and say, okay, this will be the year that. Fill in the blank. And then when it doesn't happen or we see evidence that it's going in a different way, we use that against ourselves. See, I guess this isn't my year and we give up the rest of the year. Why do we do that? It's like better luck next time. I guess I'll try next year. What do you mean next year? You mean what you can live tomorrow? You could live now. So that that's where I'm at. Like, that's what I'm, (laughs) I'm trying to put into practice today, even like whether it's 36, 37, 48, 56, it doesn't matter. I'm going to let this year be what this year is meant to be. I'm going to let this year bloom in the way that the universe had planned. And I'm going to just observe. I'm going to come from a perspective of an observer and Just relish in the beauty that it is when a flower blooms. You don't rush the blooming of a flower. You don't, if you do, you overwater it and it dies or you put too much sun on it and it dies. You don't take proper care of it or you work it too hard and it dies. A flower blooms organically the way it's supposed to bloom, when it's supposed to bloom and the season it's supposed to bloom. There's no amount of forcing that growth. That growth happens when it's supposed to. So whether you're measuring yourself against an age, against a parent's expectation, against a societal belief, just allow yourself to bloom organically the way that you were meant to bloom in the season you were meant to bloom. I'm not sure even a flower knows when it's supposed to bloom it just does. So, that's what I got for today. I would like to do a few housekeeping announcements because it's my birthday and today I am launching something big. First, these episodes that I do solo by myself um that I normally put on the spiritual shit podcast, which is what you're listening to right now. Um, they're moving over to Patreon. So every Thursday I will be having these episodes for my Patreon uh, membership, second tier and third tier listeners. I just thought, you know, um, I put a lot of time into this podcast. And so um, those of you who would like to get these extra episodes that I make whenever I feel like I'm getting downloads, we're going to do those every Thursday over at Patreon. Another exciting thing is that, uh, I am dropping a, a coaching course and it's called the In path an empaths course towards turning inward. It's a three month weekly online coaching course, and it's an intimate and customized group coaching towards healing your wounds, deepening intuition, overcoming your fears, understanding your sensitivities and connecting to the universe. And that starts September 6th. So if you want more information and to be able to apply, you can go to the lovely slash course. So those are some exciting things that are coming forward in this new year. And the course specifically talks about, you know, there's so much we're going to talk about signs, codependency, true surrender, channeling, downloads, healing wounds, what your modalities are, trusting yourself, Um, physical symptoms of energetic absorption, astral travel, like all those things. So if you're someone who self identifies as an empath, I believe everybody's an empath, but we all have different degrees in which we're an empath based on our social conditioning and or wounding. But if that's something that interests you, um, check out the site, it'll have all the information on there. And uh, if you have any questions, obviously you can message me to let me know, But again, I am so grateful and thankful for this community. And thank you for always tuning in and checking out what I have to say. It's only because of you guys that this has become as successful as it has. And so I'm super, super thankful for you and just want to offer you all my love, all my care, and all my smiles (laughs) on my birthday. So you guys have an amazing day and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. interested in becoming a client for energy coaching, find me at www.thelovelyalea.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at the lovely for daily content and inspiration.